Kush drew to a close yesterday after yet another successful week of events associated with the Manx language. So what do those attending this Manx language festival think about the language and its place in island life? This week I caught up with a range of festival goers at the Kush Manx language festival. Here's what they had to say. Talking to Marion, what got you started in the Manx language? Okay, so when I was young, my granddad spoke Manx and he was always known as Chenair. But I never knew that Chenair wasn't actually his name. His name was Norman, and that's true. And I remember asking my parents once, why, why is Ricard for Norman when his name's Chenair? Oh, well, Chenair's Manx. And that sort of sparked my interest. But it was probably another, well, I was in my 30s before I started learning Manx, and I spotted an advert in the paper in the Courier for Jones class. And I thought, oh, let's have a go at this and see where we get to. Um, and 20 years on, I'm still learning. <laughs> Well, we're all learning, aren't we? In English and, and in Manx. And, and, I mean, obviously you've been a quite active supporter of uh, things Manx over that 20 years. Uh, I mean, you've got your Munjavega shirt on. Well, so uh, absolutely. And I ended up getting a job at Munjavega because I spoke Manx. I um, started off doing ancillary, and then I ended up working 10 hours a week as a Manx speaker, and it was brilliant. Um, and only that I've had to change my career again. Um, just I now work with my husband as a gardener I probably would have carried on but I'm still on Shedgett and Parenton the school committee for fundraising which I will be stepping down from and I always help up the coffee mornings and anything Manx I can help at Cruniact etc absolutely yeah and, and why do you do it uh, what, what, what makes you uh, want to leap out of bed and go and help on a Manx language uh, stall or, or learn a bit of Manx or go to a Manx speaking event I'm passionate about the Manx language. I mean, any language, and, and people often say to me, well, why are you learning Manx? Why aren't you learning French? Well, when am I going to practice my French? Um, or any other language, whereas here I can speak to people on a daily basis, email them, text them, um, and, and I've made some really wonderful friends through learning Manx as well. Um, and I booked my daughter into the Bunskal when she was nine months old. Um, and she's gone through the whole bond school. She's now at Castle Russian and had to fight very hard to get any Manx at all, but she does one lesson a week. And, and it's amazing how when you learn another language, you start to sort of think about English and grammar, because I never did any grammar when I was at school. It was I was hopeless. And Joan used to say to me, can you make that into an adjective? And I'd be looking at her going, what's one of them when it's at home? Whereas now I go, oh, right, I understand what you mean. And it just sort of makes you, just increases your interest just in languages generally. And you must have experienced at Munjavega some really fantastic times, seeing children coming in with no Manx at all and then leaving with rhymes, songs and loads of Manx phrases. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And some of those children ended up going to the Bunskal as well. Um, they came in, had no idea about the Bunskal, knew nothing about it, nor did their parents and they left with really good Manx and, and went on to go to the Bunskal and have never looked back and that's lovely, um, absolutely and it's amazing, the children at that age they don't sort of differentiate between Manx and English it's just new words and they don't sort of look at you as if to say why are you asking me that in Manx, why am I learning this they just accept it at that age and yes they'll mix Manx and English together but that's great because they're still learning it and, and they're learning it without realising it at that age. It is really good. Well, Guramayu son that Laura. Guramayat. You and Christian, why are you here? If it's not a, a, a silly question. Um, I suppose it could be a silly question, but it's not. We, I've been trying for years now to 
try and learn Manx and it's super hard when it's a language that is very hard to find on an island which is very strange considering it's our national tongue so we've come out today to try and get engaged with people and try and practice using it the little bit that we use around the house it's, it's hard because you have to you ask something in Manx, you go back into your mind, you try to find it in English and then you translate it and then and people are very patient and it's and it's very important. It's important to me as a Manxman anyway. We've got the young kids with us and they're, they're giving it a go and my partner's giving it a go as well, yeah, so we're just out having fun. It's interesting actually because you, you, you're saying there that um, it's uh, hard to find and compared with when I was uh, sort of starting off as a, as a much younger man than I am now um, you know, when literally we, we knew everyone who was a Manx speaker um, I mean there's huge numbers of people so it's interesting that uh, your, your experience is it's still quite difficult to, to, to find places to, to go to find out more about the language a, b- a big chunk of that is probably my own personal time I've got lots of fluent speakers that are friends they're all busy so finding the time to for me personally to go out and engage it, it it's difficult but there's great online facilities we use them at home on the learn on the learn manx website there's there's probably a lot more than there was when you were younger and it is it is more accessible i can remember my dad used to learn and i suppose it was with brian stall down in balasala village hall and um we lost all his files, which is a real shame, but I think even he found it difficult to kind of engage because it's still not in the middle of the community where it should be, but I think it's definitely getting there, slowly but surely. And, and why why is that important? Why, why should it be um, a, 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 I don't know, an important part of the community, as you suggest? It sets us aside from other parts of the British Isles. I've I've got lots of Irish friends. A lot of them are fluent as well. It's it's growing in Wales. It's prominent in Scotland. There's no reason why it shouldn't be prominent here because we're looking to encourage more people to the island. And I think it's important when they get here, they realise that this is a very unique place and the language is what binds us, especially, you know, the generations of it not being used so much and pushing it for growth. We should be going out to find more use in the community for it and I think people when they come over and find out that we have our own indigenous language will probably engage and they'd love to learn it because people love learning stuff. And, and as far as yourself I mean it, it, when it comes to learning the language what, what would make it easier for you do you think uh, to, to actually make make it um, possible for you to, to, to get more involved do you think? Oh I don't know because I've actually managed to get out this last week with Kush and engage a lot more than I usually would, probably because it's it fits into my timetable a little bit more. Um, more in the mainstream would be a lot would be a lot more helpful. More casual speaking of the simple things like more of my faster my style, all of those being used within the community, a, a push with any incentives. I expect um, it's good in the primary schools. My stepdaughter comes home when she's learned something she brings it into the house so yeah just a little bit more positivity behind it from people that maybe see it as a little bit frightening because you know, like as a manx person i get very nervous but that's my own that's my own problem and i'm out here today trying to get over that so but um i think it's going all right 
Talking to Claudia, and you, why have you come to the Kush? I've come to the Kush because I'm one of the uh, teachers on the Skimmy Gilgach, the Manx language team. We go around the schools teaching Manx in primary school and secondary school. And I've always had a, an interest in languages when I grew up in Germany. So I've learned Manx myself and uh, I think it's a, an amazing thing to teach because it's the language of the Isle of Man and we need to keep it alive and keep it going and keep it for the future. And there will be people listening to this programme who will think to themselves, well, someone from Germany, obviously you speak German. German is a useful language, whereas Manx is, is just a, a thing of the past. How would you respond to, to that sort of thinking? Yeah, I would say that uh, Manx is the language of the Isle of Man and that's the place where I now live and that's why uh, I wanted to learn Manx when I came here and that's why I think it's so important that the language is kept going because it's part of the heritage of the island, it's part of the culture, place names are in Manx and that's why it needs to be kept kept going. You say you're on the Skimmy Gilgat there, which is the, the, the Manx language team um, and you go around the schools uh, teaching Manx to primarily primary children or, or secondary as well? Uh, I'm currently teaching mainly primary school children but uh, some of my colleagues are in the high schools so we now do lessons in all of the five uh, state secondary schools, the comprehensive schools and we also have uh, people teaching the pupils who used to go to the Bunskol Gilgach where they had all their lessons through Manx and they teach uh, through Manx, they teach subjects like history or RE or geography through Manx so it goes right up to high school and even to A level. What, what, what one thing do you think would make that big difference? I suppose for a start, if we had even more teachers, we could teach even more children because there are actually some schools where uh, we haven't got resources to teach all the children who may want to learn Manx. So that's one thing. If we could train up more teachers, uh, if there was uh, teacher training for the, for the teachers. But um, I think some of these things are going to happen in the near future. So watch this space. My name is Callum Brew and I am from Douglas. Well, I've come to the Kush this year because it's important that as a member of the Isle of Man community um, to get back into the Manx language because Manx is a Celtic language and therefore as a, and as a member of our community we should be learning to speak Manx more um, and just generally, and just generally, um, as years have gone on with with other people coming across to to live here, you know, they don't get an opportunity to learn Manx. And I think charities like Kush and Pobble and uh, Munja Vega, um, all of these local charities are are, you know, they've done they've put up such a fantastic job to to make this festival happen so God am I it well Shen Yundasak and uh, you've been learning Manx for a little while yourself yes. haven't you yes I have um, first started learning in primary school so it was 2008 2009 um, and I up until 2015 2014 when um, when I was going through um, high school at um, Balcamine with uh, Manchester Tia and since then I've not really had an opportunity to learn Manx 
but I know that musically and culturally, uh, Manx has always been very, has been very, very strong, and people are proud and they are patriotic about Manx and and are willing to teach others about Manx language and and learning and getting and well, well not necessarily getting, but learning about. Um, about the Manx history and culture and just and ju- and ju- just everything about it is just fantastic and I and I don't personally understand why people don't like to learn about it because it's because it is a part of our history and it's a part of our culture and so I feel like if you come here you should embrace it and and you find that there are people, uh, friends of yours, perhaps that uh, that really don't get the language, or maybe a bit dismissive of it, or or are, are they generally supportive? Of what? Um, I find them quite dismissible, actually, because it just it's because they've grown up in a society that learning English is the only language that they'll ever learn in their lifetime, but they don't realise about the history of the Alaman and how the Alaman has come to has come to its existence. You know, with history going back to the days of the Vikings, the Celts, Manana uh, Maclear, and um, and all those all of those different people groups that have come to the Isle of Man and explored its history and its and its background, people just find it a bit dismissible and feel that if they live on the Isle of Man, they don't mind only speaking English. Which is fine if you're if you're from other parts of the UK, um, but to me, I think learning a language it it, it, it is important. And and you're a bit of a, a singer songwriter yourself. Um, so are you are you hoping to do a lot more in Manx? Um, in the future, yes, um, because because as I've said previously, like I want to get back to my roots. You know, learning a bit of Manx and actually sing, singing in Manx. In fact, a recommendation for anyone who's out there: listen to um, to um, to to Manam Vegvin, uh, which is all about. I'm not exactly sure what it's all about, but I'm sure Phil can probably explain exactly it's what it is. All, so. about, all about fishing, uh, yeah. and actually, it's a, it's to do with the herring fishing. So it's quite a good time to be learning it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Particularly with um, you know, you know, with with the cost of living crisis and everything that's going on in recent years and times and you know and I think you know whilst or you know whilst governments do their own thing communities grow together and bond together and be friendly together it's it's just fabulous Hello, I'm David Allison and I am a maintainer of the Manx Corpus. And the Manx Corpus, that's really quite a a new thing, um, Manx-wise, but really, really very important and filled with really old stuff. So the Manx Corpus uh, allows us to search through historic Manx texts and uh, to obtain translations of them. So if we want to understand the etymology of words, so that is where it comes from, anyone can search the corpus and it will uh, search a digitised collection of Manx documents and you'll be able to find examples of how a word was used back in the day. And of course that's really important because we, we don't have a native speaking community or at least we don't have a, a, a native speaking community of, of, of 
longevity. I mean, we have new native speakers, uh, but uh, we don't have that tradition. Um, so we don't necessarily know how some of the words in the dictionaries were used. Yeah, I think it really allows us to connect with our past and gain a much better understanding of how Manx was used. And I'm hoping this will be able to be used to bring the language forward and to reconnect us with our roots. And, and what got you involved in the language? Uh, I've been uh, I've been learning the language uh, since primary school, but I think when I went off to the UK, I lost contact. And uh, getting back into the corpus and the historic aspects have brought me back in touch with the language and my roots. And why do you think it's important to, well, I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth, do you think it's important to, to, to keep the language alive? Oh, absolutely. It's just it's part of Manx culture and it's something that makes the island so unique is that we have this language and people look to us and they see us reviving the language and it gives them faith for their own languages as well. So, Kirid Vaud, do you know more of you? Um, Rami just, do you know Goyan Kwerders, do you know Gorshanas, Lagos, do as Rami Fed and Ero, no, Gorsh, Rami Hides, do sign Gorsh, with the tagger is a shway Gorsh, Shen tagger is a sh. As Kirtu Kunta's year in Gilg? Um, my. Yeah, my. Freddy. Talking to Hayley O'Meara, and there was a really good film night uh, at the Kush, and you were kind of the, the brains behind it all. Well, I don't know about brains, but I was the willing behind it. Uh, yes, I uh, uh, took a play by Annie Kizik and uh, Aylan Clegg, and we green-screened the children's parts, and then I was um, in charge of editing it and um, the film and creating the backgrounds. And we had uh, somebody over on the island um, from um, Film G, uh, Megan, uh, at the Bunskull, uh, was really blown away by the skills that the the children have um, is is making film in Manx is 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 that a, a useful skill for you to have at the Bonus School? Well, there's uh, I wouldn't say there was many films in Manx out there for us to watch. So by making our own, we're creating resources and learning skills along the way. In terms of doing that, how how complicated or or how easy perhaps is that to do? I mean, there are different programs uh, varying in difficulty. So there, we have a few programs at the Bond School, um, iMovie, which is obviously a good one, and it's fairly accessible on the children's computers, and they can, with that, um, alongside making films on Keynote and then turning it into a film, um, the children have become pretty proficient in that. And and people of my age and a little bit older uh, struggle to work out the remote control on the telly um, but children seem to, to just um, pick this stuff up uh, very very easily don't they yeah I mean the children are amazing at it and you're speaking to somebody uh, 15 years ago who was completely illiterate when it came to computers and the person who taught me was banging the head against the desk they were and then you know 15 years later with um, working with children in the school I've uh, improved my skills too and then produced produced a film so yeah so. And, and you yourself I mean obviously you've been learning you've learned Manx and uh, you now raise your family through uh, Manx uh, why, why is it important to you? Um, well it's part of our cultural heritage um, 
but more than that I think you know if you can do something um, to enrich the island why not and it's um, by me keeping that together it um, creates a link to our history to our past um, but also our present and hopefully our future it's a continuity um, really um, feeling help me Phil <laughs> Well, no, I think you, I think you covered that. Uh, and, and as far as the language then, if you had one thing that you could have to make things easier or, or, or better for the language, what would it be? Uh, any, any obvious thoughts there? I think we lose a lot of children when they leave the Bond School, and I know there's provision put for them um, for lessons and stuff, but places for um, children to go, adults to go, and just speak Manx on a regular thing. I mean, the Kush has been wonderful. Um, we've been out for lunch with Manx speakers. We've um, dipped in and out, um, sang some songs, gone to the films. We've done um, quite a few already, a few things already at the Kush, but more things throughout the year would be good to you know to keep it up, not just a one-off. My name's Megan Dale, I'm from Glasgow and I'm here with Film G. So Film G is a Gaelic short film competition and this is its 16th year and we run it in Scotland. We've had over a thousand entries over the years and it's just a great way to kind of develop talent, um, particularly for the Gaelic media or but for all kinds of media and to help younger people develop their skills. And last year we had an entry from um, the Isle of Man and we just thought this is fantastic so we reached out and we were saying we'd love to have do, have more entries from you in Manx Gaelic and so we're over here now just working with the pupils on their entries for the competition. I'm speaking to Ruth Kagan. How's the couche gone? It's been really really good we've had loads of people who we've not seen before as well lots of new faces as well as familiar faces um, and there's been consistently good attendance at all events it's been really wonderful to see um, you're talking to me in Castletown we just had a fair where all the language organizations have been represented and we've had a consistent um, flow through flow of people all day which has been really lovely and uh, yeah it's really just very um, it makes me very happy and it's made quite a lot of people very happy, uh, you know, people perhaps who haven't had experience of the, of the language, as well as people who've got lots of experience, where we all seem to be having a great time here. Absolutely, so there's been lots of um, very entry-level things for people too, things like Christmas song workshops in Manx for absolute beginners, um, open classes and come and try Manx, as well as things like song nights and film nights where people can go and enjoy singing and watching the wonderful creativity that there is for the Manx language. So there's been so many things people have been able to get involved with. One of my personal um, highlights has been, uh, as well, making bonnig and <laughs> butter and jam through Manx, which was led by Julia um, and... I'm afraid I don't know her surname, but Juliet from Juliet's um, Cake Business in Peel and um, Joe Collister. And they did it in such an accessible way um, that it was able to be fully bilingual and so, so inclusive and wonderful and great fun. And just a, a final word then for the, the people who've made this happen. Um, I mean, Jeeban uh, has, has been organising this, but um, you've been doing most of the work. Well, it's coordinated, I suppose, by me, but everyone, it wouldn't happen without everyone because all of the different organisations and individuals have put on events. They're absolutely right. So, for example, the film night was 
by the Bunskull Gilgach and without them that wouldn't have happened and you know it, without all the different people coming together and coming up with ideas and doing that we wouldn't have a kush so it's really important and it, it's one of those lovely things that when everyone works together things work really really nicely and we can put on a festival like this so um, next year's dates for anyone who's interested is 2nd to the oh no it's not 6th to the 10th of November uh, 2024 and anyone can put on an event as well so if you have a bright idea come and chat to us you can email gilg g-a-e-l-g at culturevan and and we'll talk about it in the committee well good on my more edson all you and other brow yindersack to us of a genu son and shacked and sure good on my phil so what do you think is it as some suggest a waste of time and money or does it hold an essential place at the heart of our culture and identity i'm phil gone good on my thanks for listening <laughs>